Well, this is a new perspective being up here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it gets easier. So, no. no. <laughs> then let me pray for all of you <laughs> and myself. Father, we come to you, less of me and more of you, and may my words be your words, and may uh, we open the eyes of our hearts in Jesus' name, amen. amen. You can learn almost anything on YouTube. <laughs> DIY. I saw somebody build a car from scratch. Saw somebody build a house from scratch. Paul, what have you seen built from scratch? <laughs> I don't watch YouTube. Okay, Adam. <laughs> Okay, very good. But when you type in DIY Sabbath, not a whole lot comes up. So today, we have me to rely on and the Lord speaking through me in Exodus 31. <laughs> and some other passages. Melody read, On the seventh day, God rested and was refreshed. God rested. God needed rest. God needed refreshment. God rested and he was refreshed. Sabbath, I like definitions. The word Sabbath means to stop, stop working, to cease, to make the end of, the end of work. The challenge is the Hebrew scriptures didn't really spell out exactly what work was. So we see that later on in the New Testament when we see it was a Sabbath day's walk somewhere, meaning later on certain steps you could take and only those amount of steps on the Sabbath. Problem with definitions. When we don't have it, try to make it up. So why is this so important? We read that it's holy for you and everyone who profanes it. It's one thing to read clean and unclean in the scriptures. When we see the word profane, there should be some exclamation marks around that. That's kind of a scary word. And for God's people, Exodus 31, 13, the Sabbath was for God's people, so you may know that I am Adonai. No one else. I am Adonai. Failure to keep the Sabbath to remember God was Adonai was profane. And for an Israelite who wasn't keeping the Sabbath, they were saying they were not interested in knowing who was God. Let's remember the miracle food manna. So the Israelites are leaving and their exodus, a miracle in itself, and they started running out of food. And God said, you know what? I hear your cries. Very reasonable. I'm going to give you bread from heaven. So one morning when the dew was gone, the Israelites see what was left on the ground. And they said, what is it? And manna means, what is it? It's the one day miracle bread. You eat it. If you keep it the next day, it's rotten. 
Only gather for one day. This is to teach people to depend on God. And thus to remember his miracles. Creation was one. The bread was another. That Adonai was God and no one else. He was providing the very basic needs. Now the miracle manna rotted within a day, except on the Sabbath. Miracles happened on the Sabbath to remind us of who God was. The miracle happened on the Sabbath to enable Israelites to remember the other miracles. I like definitions. I also like executive summaries. I highlight everything. The Sabbath. Stop. Stop working. Cease to make the end of. Executive summary. Remember that God is God and made everything, then rested and was refreshed. The Sabbath. Remembrance that God is at work regularly, continually, and on schedule. Every single time. Whether we believe it or not. And some Israelites tested that. If it was me, I would have put it in a Ziploc bag. Thursday. <laughs> open it up Friday. It's rotten. I, I would have done that. And I think some did. Take some extra, put it on a Ziploc bag, open it up. Saturday, it's fresh. That's miracle. Reminder, every single week of the miracle and who God was. God does miracles defying natural law. Solely so that God's people could stop and reflect on the other miracles he was doing because he was God above all others. The miracles to remember the miracles. But it's Hebrew scripture stuff. I have Christian freedom. It's not for me. It's all good. It's all good. Sunday is my Sabbath. I, I think all of us here in the room as ministry leaders can agree that Sunday is probably not a day of rest and ceasing work. But what is work? Well, there's going to be no penalty of death if we don't observe a Sabbath. Thanks be to God for us. But why was it that serious for Israel? Why did God make it that serious and use the word profane? So let's see what Jesus does with this. Jesus is always redefining the norms of the day. What people think. Jesus says, mm, maybe I have it a little wrong. Let's talk about the real meaning. 229 times Sabbath or Sabbath rest is used in the scriptures. And it's used almost as much in the New Testament as it is in the Torah. The Sabbath is in every gospel. And in Luke, it's off the charts. Much of Jesus' teaching redefines the understanding of who God was. What his purpose was. And for the religious elite, who would come up with their own definitions, can't necessarily be blamed for that. I do that too. We do that too. The Sabbath had stopped becoming about remembering God's miracles and his rest and his refreshment and more about defining what exactly work was. 
And so we have a Sabbath day's journey where only a certain amount of cubits could be walked. And that was it. One more, and it's work. Less about remembering God's miracles and who he was, and more about defining what we need to see. Well, what was a law, punishable, seems to be now a discipline and a good practice still in the New Testament, but Jesus redefines it, as he does a lot. Jesus redefines what the Sabbath was. What was Jesus doing on the Sabbath? It's mentioned multiple, any time a word is mentioned multiple times in short succession, I've learned all ways to sort of pay attention to that. So what is Jesus doing on the Sabbath? Well, we look five out of six times when the Sabbath is used, multiple times in a short little cluster, It's always around Jesus' miracles of deliverance. Five out of six times. His healing, his curing, his love and compassion, his deliverance. The miracle of creation, the miracle of deliverance through Exodus and meeting the basic needs for one day, the miracle manna, And now we have Jesus' miracles. All happening around the Sabbath. Sabbath many times seems to be connected to miracles. And remembering who did them. Paul in Colossians does not eliminate the Sabbath. But warns against others judging us for how we celebrate it and take certain measures. Paul doesn't eliminate this, but discusses how this could increase our richness of life in Christ. The intent of the Sabbath then, remembering the miracles of the past and who did them, It was an invitation, perhaps, to see the miraculous happen. An invitation to see the kingdom of God working in and amongst us, a Sabbath. For God's people, Exodus 31, the Sabbath was so you may know that I am Adonai. And for Jesus and Mark, it was made for humans to give a deeper understanding of who God is. Jesus shows us through his miracles of deliverance and what that meant for the people who were delivered. What that meant. Miracles. Rest. Ceasing. Remembering. The things once a week that distract us from God. Waiting on miracles. Miracles proving the Spirit is alive and active. Today and yesterday. Maybe we're messing out on some miracles simply because we just have not 
stopped. I heard it once that the word busy means being under Satan's yoke. And if we did do a regular Sabbath, what is this work that we are to cease? As I thought about this, I thought, work, maybe those are the things we do that distract us from God. Maybe the things we have to do that somehow distract us from God. It's going to be different per person. Perhaps that's why it wasn't fully defined. Sabbath. Not necessarily a rule, but a discipline and a practice, a good one. An invitation for God to work. And for us to see it. And remember the times when the kingdom broke in for us in the past. A weekly rest. Refreshment and remembrance. Once a rule so important that missing it was considered profane and punishable. Patterns set out by God at creation. He who needed no rest did. Following this regular rhythm rest can show our trust in God to meet our needs, even our most basic. Ceasing all work, removing all the distractions that take us from God for a day. Are we able to show the same faith that we can drop all of our diversions and trust that God will work everything out for that day? Whatever that day we choose is. Can we, through this day of refreshment and remembrance, invite God to work some regular miracles in our life? Even the miracles that are required to allow us to take the day off. Perhaps our Sabbath will include, include a technology fast or refusing to have difficult conversations with people who call and we know they will take us out of our peaceful place. Can we let it go for a day? Perhaps our Sabbath will be a concentrated effort to remove the distraction of worry or striving or having to find solutions to every problem. Perhaps our Sabbath would be concentrated effort to give up complete control of what we keep trying to control in our lives. Once a rule, now a good discipline for regular practice, and an invitation for the kingdom to break in. Let us pray. Father, you've heard these words. And some of us are struggling to figure out how we can even put this into our schedule. How on earth could we do this? 
Maybe it starts with a quarter day of remembrance, a half day of remembrance, and we work up. Father, you know what we need, and you are gracious and forgiving and loving, and we want to know you more. And you know that remembering the past helps us do that and give us hope for a future. Help us, Father, to remember you. We ask these things in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.